This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's the Tropical Chevrolet Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show on AM560, FM99.9, HD2, The Joe, WQAM, and streaming on the Odyssey app. Sponsored by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers are top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. Here's Zach and the Nose. All right, welcome. That's right, it's Zach and the Nose. It's Thursday night. We got Thursday night football. It's week two of the NFL. This is Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in beautiful Miami Shores, Florida. Go say hello to Danny, the GM there. And if the king or queen are there, uh, Ari or Erica, say hi to them as well. Those are all our people. We always appreciate their love for us getting this fantasy football show on the air. But it's all about the people out there as we normally do. We love taking your text messages. We love being interactive. We're the most interactive radio show in the world I don't even know if that's a fact, but I made that up, and we're going to go with it at this point. <laughs> as the uh, you hear the person laughing in the background, my partner in crime, as always, the nose, the fantasy expert here on the show, wouldn't be Zach in the nose without the nose. Good evening, nose. How was your uh, How was your fast? I hope it went well. It did go well. The no coffee situation really banged me up today. I'm a person who wakes up to at least a full pot of coffee of to get going, right. and I'm a super Jew, and I so I did not have any food, drink, or water, and coffee this morning, so I just had the breakfast. You were at my house. That's right. It was That's a, right. It was a Zach in the Nose breakfast at the Noses where I drank so much coffee that I'm so hopped up right now and couldn't be any less excited for tonight's game. So, right. yeah, tonight's a stinker, but at least it's football. Like That's the only way I look at it because we've had really bad... You know, in the past uh, Thursday night games or Monday night games where it's just like, oh, who cares about these two teams? The only reason why I'm looking forward to it is because it's NFL and it's fantasy and that's it. And you can't take it for granted. Right. And the NFL is here tonight and it is only week two. So maybe we will see something out of players from the Giants or the Redskins right. that right. we didn't see last week. Because overall, not the greatest fantasy game like last week where we had Dallas oh, versus man, Tampa. Right, How amazing right. was that? We we both knew that Brady was going to eat and Dak was going to eat and everybody had a little share on that game besides Ezekiel Elliott. Right, exactly. So there's plenty there's plenty even to talk about. There will be some updates on tonight's Thursday Night Football game. Obviously, uh, the inactives will be out soon. We'll talk about Saquon Barkley as well, who is the number one guy in tonight in fantasy, or at least the number one kind of news bite 
coming out of fantasy tonight. So we'll get into all that as well. Plenty to talk about here on the show. We'll go through all of our normal stuff. By the way, they are showing Saquon Barkley on TV. Questionable tonight with his knee. Not good for Saquon Barkley owners out there. Questionable means possibly shorter workload tonight. We'll see. So that sucks if you took him in the late first or even the second round at this point if he's going to have a short work workload in week two. So we'll get into all that. As the updates come, we'll have them for you. Promise you that. Normal segments that we'll do here. We got observations to go over. Plenty of them from the week that was uh, from the end of week one now into the start of week two of the NFL season. We have the nose pick of the week later on in the show. The tight end pick of the week as well from the nose. Yes or nose, the new award winning segment here on the show as well. We'll get to that. And like we always do here, and believe me when I tell you, it usually takes us away from all of our notes. Your text messages, 305 567 0560. You got some text message questions for the nose? Send them in. We'll answer all of them. We'll even stop doing what we're doing, basically, to answer your text messages. So we got plenty. Um, but we do have some action. I know it's Thursday night. That's fine. We do have plenty to talk about. We have to talk about, and we probably have to start off with the fact that the nose pick of the year. Whenever the nose gives one of these picks out, there's a lot of pressure. And I put the most pressure on him because I'm usually sitting next to him or talking to him during all this. And I say, wow, that's a risky pick. Or, oh, that's a good pick. Let me tell you, week one hurt so good, not even a question. Garcia hit it. Jay Lynn Hurts knows. I'm just gonna I'm gonna move away from the mic. You got every week I let you beat your chest when you get good picks. Your nose pick of the year in week one, and everyone that jumped aboard the Hurts train right now, very happy. Yeah, I'm super thankful that we had two, uh, I guess what was it, draft episodes. So about a month ago, I was able to get the nose pick of the year out there before all of these so-called experts are getting in on the Jalen Hurts action. Matthew Barry calling him the next great fantasy quarterback. Right, Where right. were you a month ago, Matthew Barry? <laughs> All of a sudden after week one, who's the leading jersey, sell, you know, leading seller of jerseys right now? Hurts so good. Hurts so good. It's unbelievable that after one week, it's all day, Garcia. <laughs> it's, a, it's just, look. I didn't want to get into it, and now all of a sudden I'm beating my chest, which makes me super nervous because it's week one. He of was course. He was at Atlanta, and Atlanta's not that great. But what we saw was exactly what I believed that he was going to be, which is a very competent, smart quarterback with a great offensive line and a player who's using an option read, and he's looking. You can see his eyes. He's looking right at the defensive lineman, and he's going to tuck it when he sees that they're keying in on Miles Sanders, and he's going to get those rushing yards on top of having three touchdowns, 264 yards in the air, and 62 yards on the ground. He was a 30-point fantasy scorer in week one. And uh, yeah, man, so far so good. Let's just keep it there. I don't want to, uh, again, blow my horn too much here because... I'm the type of person who believes in the Kinahara. We're going to go with Yiddish because it's Yom Kippur, the Kinahara. I don't want to jinx his health. Uh, but if you guys listen to the strategy, which was go heavy on running backs, wide receivers, and then grab yourself a tight end and then hit hurt so good in the you know round eight through ten, you probably won your week one. I, I'm going as far as to say as long as you didn't draft Saquon Barkley, I hope you didn't. Players like that, you had a really good week one with Jalen Hurts as your quarterback. So I'm super excited. That's right. Come on, baby, make it hurt so good. 
I just feel like I need to let that ride every time we play it here. Uh, week one was crazy, right? In fantasy football a little bit with certain players uh, getting good numbers, certain ones not getting good numbers. First round picks not playing like first round picks. 13th round picks playing like first round picks. Uh, the week that was, this is not even in the observation part of the show, but just kind of the week that was last week. Uh, go over some of that, including a certain quarterback that was the MVP last season who looked like at a, at a certain point in that game, he might have been he might have been in on the fix. Oh, that's Man. how bad it was. Are you talking about A.A. Ron? I'm talking about A.A. Ron Rodgers. So, A.A. Ron Rodgers had one fantasy point last week. One. Wow. And I'm about to talk about... So, normally on the show, we talk about the studs of last week, you know, the week prior. And so, if man, this is the week where the strategy of holding off on quarterback, this is exactly why, Zach. You had Pat Mahomes. You had Dak. You had Murray. Stafford. Jameis Winston. Russell Wilson. Jared Goff. Brady. Carr. And Hurt So Good. That's 10 quarterbacks that in an average league where it's a four- uh, points for a throwing touchdown and uh, there's no basically they all had 30 fantasy points or higher 25 points uh, per excuse me 25 yards for one point I was right. trying to get that up uh, the standard you leagues you had 30 points or higher on 10 different quarterbacks wow. and I just named them phenomenal and then you just said it and then there was Aaron Rodgers wow so uh, we're obviously going to talk about Aaron Rodgers as the show continues but I will make it clear in the first segment no we are not freaking out about Aaron Rodgers and his bad week. He's got a Monday night football game at home versus Detroit. I'll allow you to freak out if he does this again on Monday night football right, right. when all the eyes are on him against a very bad team. Then I'll allow it. But overall, guys, if you went 0-1 and you had a bad week one or you caught a few bad breaks, if you had Radio Raheem mustered in your lineup, for example, don't bug out. It's only one week. Everything different could change. For example, Najee Harris did nothing last week, okay? He was in on 100% of their offensive plays. That's crazy, right? It just didn't happen. Are you going to just, like, write him off after one week? No, you're not. You're not. You're going to expect him to have a better game this week against the Raiders. So the point of the lesson is week one, don't get over-emotional. Let week two happen. Let's use our brains. Let's text in the show. Let's find out what your situations are. And let's make the right reads for week two. And we're not going to worry about week one if you're 0-1. Right. Unless you have Derrick Henry also, right? Like, that was another one from week one. Derrick Henry owners. Woo! Yeah, Derrick Henry. Stuffed in the goal line a couple times. What happened? Utah. Two times he did that. Wow. He did that. Absolutely. Um, We didn't go over it, but there were some... Running backs that were pretty studly. Actually, the running back position for week one was very tame. Uh, Joe Mixon was what I considered the best one because he had 29 rushes for 127 yards and a touchdown. That's a lot of rushes they, in week one. It, in general, right. in, in today's NFL, that is a lot of rushes. So Joe Mixon, who seemingly coming in is a boring, safe, middle, second, late second, early third round pick. You're loving what you see out of that Cincinnati offense right off the bat. He had a great game. Christian McCaffrey is like, okay, take me with the first pick. I got this. 98 yards on the ground, but of course in a PPR league, nine receptions, 89 yards in the air. Wow. That's just, again, 17 plus nine. You could do the math. That's about a 28-point game by him without any touchdowns. Right. Uh, Melvin Gordon broke a big one, and uh, I don't know if he's going to do that again, but I do love those Broncos matchups this week, so we're going to keep an eye on that. 
And um, that was the great, that was, I would say, the lackluster running back performances of uh, week one. Yeah, well, don't go to the wide receivers yet or tight end because I want to get to that in the next segment. We have a lot of text messages as well. But I want to, uh, let's go to our first break. Let's take a break here. We'll come back. Talk a little bit about the wide receivers last week, tight ends from last week, and then get right to your text messages. They are lined up. We are ready to go. This is, uh, it's, it's like a circus ride. Once we finally have all the uh, the people in line, we're going to get to it right away. So next segment, your text messages. A little more of the observations that we saw from the week that was and any new news on Thursday Night Football tonight, we'll have for you first here. Thursday Night Football, by the way, right after us, right here on 560, the Joe WQM, Washington and the Giants. Let's take a break. This is Zach in the Nose, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. Your text messages and much, much more nonsense right after this. Welcome back to the Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show with Zach in the Nose on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2, The Joe, WQAM. All right, we're back here. Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. That's right. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores, 305 567 0560 is the text machine if you want to get in here. We're going to get to some of your texts coming up in this segment. We have plenty more observations to go over as well. Uh, we could start with a couple text nosy. We'll start with uh, our buddy in, in, in Hawaii, uh, who is your guy all week long as well. My man. Uh, that's right. It says, what's up, my brothers? I need one running back, Gibson or Henderson, and then also one wide receiver, Brandon Ayuk, Chase, or Jalen Rieger. So we'll do that. There's actually a third question in there, too, but let's get to the first one. Running back, pick one, Gibson or Henderson for this week. Go with Gibson tonight. Um, there's no doubt that he was picked in, what, your probably second round. I like Daryl Henderson a lot. I love what I saw out of him, and he's a part of our observations for later in the show. But you're not going to start him over Gibson. Give Gibson. He's a full go tonight. Uh, put him in your lineup. There you go. And what about the second part of the question? Brandon Ayuk, Chase, or Jalen Rieger? Ayuk was one of the biggest disappointments he because was. he did not catch a ball. Literally, that goes with that whole San Francisco 49ers offense is going to frustrate. It did last year and it will again this year. You cannot start Ayuk until he catches a ball. Uh, so it's between Chase or Rieger and I'm going to go with Chase on this one. The upside on him is too good, and so go with Chase over Rieger. Gentlemen, just to uh, go ahead and add a little bit to the IU conversation here, Homeboy was not active for the game, so it wasn't a matter of catching a ball. He was just not active. Brandon Ayuk, not not active for the game in uh, last week, says Danny Garcia there. He wasn't active for the game? Did I miss that? No, he was not active. I'm telling you. Wow. Freaked me out. I did not know that. How about that? Played against okay. him. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go against that comment. And Ooh, we're, we're going to have to look that up. Garcia, you're going to have to look that up for Yeah, us. I would like that to be Good looked confirmation. up. confirmation. Absolutely. Uh, no problem. He's going to do it. All right. Crack staff's on it right now. Okay. Uh, last part of that, by the way, is uh, Le'Veon Bell was a guy we talked about uh, picking him up and seeing what's going to happen to that Baltimore offense. Uh, he asked also, should I drop Bell in a 12-team full PPR league? So right now the Ravens have what we would call a four running back situation. And uh, I don't know what Bell's going to do yet. We have no idea, but it looks like he's going to be active for this week. So I wouldn't mind holding on to him for one more week. But remember, they have right now Tyson Williams. <laughs> they have Latavius Murray. 
Devontae Freeman's supposed to be active for this week and Le'Veon Bell. Right. All right. And by the way, their best rusher is their quarterback. So what I'm learning early is Baltimore Ravens running back situation might be something you want to stay very far away from. Although I know the Taysom Williams owners are saying differently. Right. He really did look great. He, did. he had a good game. But I'm very concerned about how many running backs are there. And it looks like it could be one of those San Francisco 49ers situation where they just use the hot hand. And you don't want to be starting a player there that all of a sudden just doesn't get played. Because if you put in Tyson Williams, but all of a sudden Latavius Murray starts blowing up. It's a tough situation. Definitely want to look at uh, week two to see how the splits are on the carries between those four guys. Right. All right. Here's a good one. I love when people use our nicknames in this. Zach Krampus. And Nose Tradamus received a trade offer. I will receive Mike Evans for Sterling Shepard and Tyler Higby. It's half point PPR, one point for 20 yard plus catches. I also have Tanyan as a backup tight end. What are your thoughts? So, Mike Evans for Sterling Shepard and Tyler Higby. That's a real interesting trade. And I'm not the biggest Mike Evans fan per se, but I do believe he is the best player on that. Um, I love Robert Tanyan for this week, so I would be starting Tanyan over Tyler Higby. Um, but if you will, oh, you're trading away Higby. Yeah, I like the trade. I would take Mike Evans and I would start Tanyan this week, and because I think Mike Evans will overall have a better season than Sterling Shepard. Yeah, yeah, that's, I like Tanyan. I mean, Tanyan he has to have a good week. Aaron Rodgers has a little bit of a comeback, right? That's the, always looks for the idea. Right, right. That's the idea. Uh, all right, point, all right. He, I'm not always right about everything. He I was knew active, you were going to say limited that. due to a hamstring. Right, right. He was active. He was active in the game. He played, come, on, come on, little daddy. He, he played 26 snaps. Ain't nobody game. perfect, I'm, man. I'm aware he just was behind uh, their second wide receiver, and Debo Samuel did everything. Right, right. It's just one of the, again, that's a team that we're going to talk about. It's the number one observation. That is not a lie. As I break my phone over right, here, it's gone. that is not it's a lie. The my 49ers offense, I want to talk about it, but we'll get down to that when Zach tells me to. Right, not yet. We're not going to that yet. Uh, more text messages, 305-567-0560. Half point PPR, Barkley or James White? And Never here, thought I'd see the day. And here we are. Wow. We are in week two, and someone is asking about their first round draft pick or James or White. Or a 14th round running back, right. If Barkley is active, and we're going to find li- we're going to find out live on this show, and I expect him to be active, you have to start Barkley over James White. Yes, that's not a that that's an easy one. It's going to. Can we just look at that question one more I, time? I don't, I don't. Well, on this show, I begged you and pleaded for you to not draft Saquon right, Barkley. Right, right. And here we are. If you had him in the first round. You probably are zero and one, and now here you are on Thursday night asking about him or James White. Wow. It's not pretty. The thing is, is that Barkley could get better over the course of the year. I expect him to, but in fantasy, you can't start out zero and four. Right. You got to make the playoffs. So, um, also a guy coming off of an injuries like he has on a short week. It's a rough one for Saquon Barkley. And, and the worst offensive line in football. Right. Period. Like it's right. awful. So. Uh, I'm going to recommend many people start Barkley because you, you know, you're not starting James White over him for right. crying out loud. Right. Uh, but ultimately, Saquon Barkley is the reason you don't take risks in the first round of your fantasy draft because you could be putting yourself right where you are right now, which is behind the eight ball. Right. Three zero five five six seven zero five sixty is a text machine. If you want to still send them in, we got plenty of time in the segment to get to them. We'll get back to the wide receivers and tight ends. Uh, observations uh, coming up soon here. Uh, and I'm going to throw up in my mouth because NFL Network has a, literally has a football life on Nick Saban coming up this week. 
And it makes me want to throw up in my mouth a little bit when I see that. Although he's great, I get it. Still wants me to throw up in my mouth a little bit. All right, I need a flex. Jacoby Myers, Corey Davis, Hollywood Brown, Christian Captain Kirk. You have really nice options because these players, for the most part, had pretty darn good weeks last week. Uh, Corey Davis and Christian Kirk in particular. Uh, but for this week, I'm going to go with Corey Davis. It looks like he's going to be the guy that Zach Wilson is going to really throw the ball to targets, etc., uh, Jacoby Myers, I like, but I'd like to see him have that big game. Um, and Hollywood Brown, he had a really good game on, on Monday Night Football because he was going against a bad defense. Right. I expect I don't really expect that to be the case um, against KC as much as it was versus the Raiders. And Christian Kirk is the type of player that could have either a really huge game or do nothing. And uh, for week two, you're safest with bet, but with the upside is Corey Davis. Right. Uh, who should I start, Mike Williams or Chase Claypool? Love Chase Claypool this week. Right. I am all in on, on Pittsburgh this week. Yeah, those wide receivers in Pittsburgh, they're going to eat. They are. I mean, yeah. we, you got the Raiders coming off of a very emotional. Oh, I was emotional. I don't even care about the Raiders. What a, an emotional, crazy Monday night game. Now they have to cr- go from the West Coast all the way to the East Coast on a short week. Right. And for a 1 o'clock game. Nah, not feeling the Raiders this week. I'm all in on the Pittsburgh. As you said, I think all three of them, Juju, Chase, and Deontay Johnson, they're all going to eat. PPR League, A.J. Dillon or Devin Singletary? I'm going to go That's with, a mess going on there, that yeah, Buffalo backfield. Right? It's a little early. Right. No, well, uh, Zach, uh, Zach Moss right? Zach Moss was out last week. Right. He's going to always think. So Singletary was pretty good. Yeah. A.J. Dillon is, is fully a backup of Aaron Jones. So... Uh, definitely go with Singletary between the two of them. Half point PPR, need to play one. Looks like a bunch of quarterbacks here. Uh, Lawrence, Mayfield, Goff, Carr, or Cousins? Ugh. It's a pile of mud. Right, I was about to say it. I really, but out of all the mud, I do like Baker Mayfield the most in this situation. At home against the Houston Texans. Houston came out like a bat out of hell, but they were playing the Jags. I think that was more of the Jaguars' defense being pure, pure mud, whereas Cleveland now, Baker's going to be going against Houston. And as you saw, Trevor Lawrence, he did pretty good statistically uh, against Houston's defense. I expect Baker Mayfield to have a big game, so I'm going to go with him as the number one quarterback just over uh, Lawrence. I'm not a believer of Goff and Carr. Again, we just discussed Carr going into Pittsburgh. That's a, that's a tough matchup. Flex position, Sterling Shepard, Jalen Waddell. Uh, or it says uh, Daryl. Uh, Daryl. I guess I'm saying Daryl Henderson. He said Anderson, but I think it's Daryl Henderson. So Henderson, Waddle, Shepard, Flex. Doesn't say uh, anything about PPR or not. Yeah, it's a tough read. I'm, I'm looking at the same thing you're looking at. He's basically saying, do I start Shepard and Waddle or Waddle and Daryl Henderson? Is that? I, I'm going to read it that way. And Daryl Henderson, um, I like. If you're choosing between in a flex position, Daryl Henderson or Sterling Shepard, I'm going to go with Daryl Henderson. All right. Oh, how about this one? PPR League, a trade. Adams, Tanyan, and Carter for Kelsey Mitchell and Antonio Brown. Who gets the, who wins that trade? Man, it's too early for these types of trades, right. guys. It's, it's I'm sorry. I don't, just finished. Uh, look, it is brutal to ask me at this point. Devontae Adams, I still expect to be a star, okay? Robert Tanyan is going to be a hit or miss uh, tight end that I like. And Carter, we don't know anything yet about really for the Jets running back. Now you have Kelsey, who's the best uh, 
tight end maybe ever. You're talking about, is this Eli Mitchell and then Antonio Brown? No, right. I'm not trading. Let's just, I'll keep it clean. I'm not trading Devontae Adams after that performance. So uh, if that trade already happened, it sort of looks fair. I'll tell you that if that's what you want me to say. But overall, come on, guys. Who's making blockbusters after week one? Week that's, one. Woo. Uh, that's what like my, you know, my cousins that are 10 years old, you know, that's the type of pe- people that, you know, they draft and all of a sudden they're trading their superstars because right. they don't right. know any better. Right. How many how many, how many, many times did Ezekiel Elliott get traded after week one, right? Like, Whoever's uh, trading for wow, him, right. genius. Whoever's right. trading him away, stupid. Uh, fine. Right, come on. It's week one. Let's not, let's not, for the overreaction is fine. We're all going to have it. And I did it on Monday morning. I did overreaction Monday on the Joe Rose show. But the difference is, I'm not sitting there trying to trade guys all over the place, superstars and what. Come on. For those who drafted Zeke, he went against one of the best defensive lines, and the Cowboys' offensive strategy was to spread the ball and, and not run the ball, essentially. And we watched Dak throw for over 400 yards. It was a game plan that was not made for Zeke going against one of the best defensive lines. That's overreaction to get upset with him. If someone's willing to trade him, buy him at a discount right. now. What are you joking me? Right. Uh, yeah, as if, if the Cowboys can stay alive, as the season goes on, Zeke's going to be a horse. Yeah, Derek, uh, Dexter Lawrence out for that defense too in Dallas. That's Dallas team every year comes in as the, the favorites to win the Super Bowl, and by week two they're out of it. Like That's basically what's happened with the Cowboys lately. Uh, how worried should I be? If I'm the owner of Scary Terry with Heineken as his quarterback, uh, and he didn't say Heineken, but I threw it in there. Uh, and there's a two-part question, but let's start with that. Scary Terry now with Ryan Fitzpatrick out for probably half the season, if not more. I think Heineken, the beer man, could throw. Right. I do. So um, I'm going to watch the game tonight with a lot of interest in how he could handle uh, himself. But if you guys remember late last year, he was a gunslinger just fine, too. He makes mistakes. He's a young kid. I am not that worried about Scary Terry. I think the targets and volume will be there. And I think he, uh, you know, he's a must start this week. He's one of your either wide receiver one or wide receiver two. And uh, let's just see how it looks. Uh, if I'm Heineken, I'm throwing that guy the ball all day. All day, yeah. right. All day. Right. Also, second part of that uh, question is the PPR league. Do you start Henderson over Scary Terry? Daryl Henderson over Scary Terry and a flex is a very difficult decision. It is, I will be blunt, a coin flip because I really like Daryl Henderson. He played 94% of the Rams' offensive plays. That's a huge deal. Sony Michelle wasn't ready yet. But that being said, in a full PPR league, I'm going to still go with Scary Terry this week over Daryl Henderson. Uh, okay, a couple more here. 305-567-0560. Uh, texts are, come, are flying in at this point. There goes your notes again, by the way. Right out the window. Like All this work that I did. Right, it's done. It's out of, just throw it out the window. Uh, who should I start in my flex PPR league? Kenny Galladay or Chase Edmonds? Celebrate. Chase Edmonds all day. I love him this week. I loved what he showed us week one. Uh, he is a perfect fit for this offense. Uh, he's got the experience there, so... Arizona, Chase Edmonds, if you drafted him, you should be really happy about it. Because week one, he got the receptions. He got rushing yards. He got passing yards. He didn't find the end zone, and that's fine. It's only one week. But uh, listen, Galladay, I'm really interested to see what he has tonight. But I'm thinking Galladay's best case is a four to five catches. If he gets that big catch, it makes him uh, fantasy relevant. If he doesn't, um, it's mud. So... Overall, this is a no-brainer. Go with Chase over Galladay. Much safer. 
I like this one. OMG, do I start Aaron Rodgers or Matt Stafford this week? OMG. Like, oh my God, that's a tough decision. No, it's not. You're going with Aaron Rodgers on Monday Night Football. I know. I know what Stafford did, and I know how he looked, and he looked great, and I'm a big fan of his. But Monday Night Football at home versus a bad Detroit defense after being embarrassed Last year, that dude had 48 touchdowns and four interceptions. Right. Last week, he had two interceptions in his last, in like two drives in a row. Right. It's not going to happen again. If it does, that conver- this question will be definitely worth answering in week three. But I'm going all in on Aaron Rodgers over Matthew Stafford. It's a nice problem to have. Stafford's going against Indianapolis. Better defense than Detroit. Again, I think I've made my point. If Aaron... MVP, Hall of Famer, Super Bowl champion can't get up for this Monday night game, then he might not get up for the rest of the season. So let's see what happens. All right, 305-567-0560 is a text machine. Plenty more texts coming in. We're going to get to all of them in the next segment. We haven't gotten to any of Nose's notes yet. None, basically, at this point. Uh, so we have plenty coming in here. And I love the text, by the way. If you shoot a text in here and you hit one of our nicknames in there, and by the way, we have a new nickname tonight that we will debut uh, probably here in the uh, next segment or the segment afterwards when we start talking about, hint, hint, the quarterback position in the NFL. That's the only hint I'm going to give you at this point. That's the Nose. I am Zach. This is Zach in the Nose. Fantasy football show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in beautiful Miami Shores. Let's take a break. More of your text messages and a ton more nonsense right after this. Welcome back to the Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show with Zach in the Nose on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2, The Joe, WQAM. All right, Zach in the Nose brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. We're back. We're going to wrap up the 6 o'clock hour, get to the 7 o'clock hour coming up after this. We'll get the inactives coming out for that Washington Giants game tonight as well. Obviously looking for one name. Although he's working out on the field, they showed him before on NFL Network, Saquon Barkley. Um, and he looks okay, but who knows what that really means when it comes down to if he can play or not. So we'll uh, we'll see how that all works out. 305-567-0560 is the text machine. We will get to uh, more of your text messages right now. Some of them are very funny. As I look, uh, I'm going to try to say this, and I probably should know how to say this. Zone call? Is, is that what it is? I don't even... Okay. I, thank I, you. I feel like that's something that has to do with uh, Yom Kippur. I and, and he's going to yell at us, too, this texture, I'm sure, afterwards. Zone call, fellas. Okay. First, are you nervous? Jonu Smith, regardless of PPR, you nervous? Well, I'm always nervous, but no, I'm not nervous about Janu Smith. I'm actually... Big thumbs up or arrow trending upwards towards the whole offense of the New England Patriots. Give uh, Mac a little time, but if you guys watched him against your Miami Dolphins, against probably the two best tandem corners in the league, uh, he was good. Right. And now he doesn't have to go against those guys. They're going against the New York Jets this week. So if Janu Smith is currently in your lineup as your tight end, I'm not nervous, I'm more curious, and I'm happy about it because if there's going to be a week where he does well, it's going to be this week. So I'll be nervous if he has a very subpar game, 
But it looks like if they're going to be throwing the ball to the tight end in New England, it's going to be Janu Smith and not Hunter Henry. All right, second part of this question, and I got to question the question, as weird as that sounds. It says, if Jamal Williams can't go for the Lions, he's in a no-point PPR, so it's just normal. Uh, do I start Ayuk, Oil Can, or Jalen Rieger, or Hasta La Vizca, baby? My question before you answer that, and that's amazing, yeah. all those that he threw in there. Um, if this is a flex position, which I am assuming this is the flex position, if it's Jamal Williams or one of these wide receivers, why would Jamal Williams even be in that starting lineup with these other guys? Why are you comparing Jamal Williams to, are you saying oil can? Yeah, like oil can or Jalen Rieger, even Hasta LaVisca or Ayuk. Like all four of those guys I would think would start over Jamal Williams anyway. Well, no, Jamal Williams was a workhorse in week one. He was good, but he was not... He's a split job. That's with, what I'm worried with about. Swift. More than that. Right? I understand what you're saying, but you know what? It, Jamal Williams is going to be a nice player to have on your bench for those bye weeks. And I think Swift's an injury-prone player. Swift had a really nice week. But this is a, a 50-50 timeshare. And in a non-PPR league, believe it or not, Jamal Williams is probably the person. Not, not probably. I'm going to go against you. Wow. Okay. Jamal Williams is who I recommend. Oil Can right now is the third option probably in Cincinnati because T Higgins looks great. Yeah. You got Jamar Chase who's going to be obviously getting targets. So now you have Oil Can as the third wide receiver there. I want to see another week out of Rager. If he doesn't catch that wide receiver screen for a touchdown, then his numbers are very right, average. Right. And uh I love LaVisca, but I want to see more out of him. He was only doing crosses and I, he just didn't get the volume that I thought he was going to get week 1. But as we said, it was only week one. The safest bet is to go against whatever Zach just said right. and go with Jamal Williams. Right. Yep. I would have totally went with one of those other guys over Jamal Williams, and I probably would have lost this week. Uh, PPR, uh, Mud Shepherd or Mud Galladay? Oh, I love it. Dirt and water. <laughs> so you're basically asking who's the better bet in a PPR right. league in tonight's Tonight. game, right. and the answer is definitely Shepherd. That's That is who I'm going to say last week. He looked the part. He looked great. PPR league crossing over the middle, ten yard ins. He was good. Uh, how we, I love Galladay. I loved him. I love his talent. I need to see a good Galladay right. game before I'm recommending him tonight. I am literally going to literally watch number nineteen and see if he's going to be the number one there. Because right now, in my opinion, Shepard is the number one there. Yeah, yeah. He's going to get a lot more looks, I think, anyway. I uh, need a flex PPR here. Daryl Henderson, Mike Williams, or Cole Beasley? Oh, Daryl Henderson all day. I've been waiting for an easy layup on Henderson. Henderson, uh, we discussed it in the last segment, played 94% of the offensive snaps in a Sean McVay offense. He was the player when they were winning the game in the fourth quarter after all those bombs by Stafford. They just ran the ball at the very end of that game, and he was great at it. Chunking seven yards, taking down the clock. I think Henderson has a good chance to being a very good fantasy starter. Week one, extremely encouraging. I'd like to see him get in the end zone. Uh, So, yeah, Henderson definitely over Mike Williams and Cole Beasley in a flex PPR. By the way, our texture from before, which I said that I kind of butchered what it was. I don't know if I did or not, but he explained that the translation means easy, fast. So there you go. Uh, that was very nice. And yes, uh, we appreciate it. Now that the fast is over, it was easy, but not during it. It was not. Right. Not for right. me. Right. Right. I was hungry. And he said the starting running backs are Johnny Taylor and Najini in a bottle. Well done. You got to wow. run him the right way. I love Najini in a bottle. Okay, we might go with that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Najee is going to be just fine this week. And your uh, running backs should be 
wonderful with Taylor and Najee for the rest of the season is my hopeful gathering of that situation. Right. So so back into that guy's text just for a second. He's, Jamal Williams would have been the flex start, like you said, instead of the, any of those wide receivers. He was just explaining who his two starting running backs are. Well done. Good uh, team. That's a good team right there. Yeah, that's very nice. All right, 305-567-0560. Once again, the nose is notes out the window. More to your text machine. Uh, how about this one? PPR league need a wide receiver. Pittman Jr. or Zach Pascal Lamb from Indianapolis? Uh, it's Pittman Jr. Yep. I know that Pascal scored a touchdown. I get it. I'm a bigger fan of Pittman. God, this is a scary one, but it's a two-quarterback league, so I feel this guy's pain. Tyrod Taylor or Carr for that second starting well, quarterback. They both blew the bleep up. I've learned right. that from you. Okay. Yes. Like, well done. Yes. Yeah. No, they, they both were wonderful. Uh, just my pure opinion is you can't start Tyrod Taylor in Cleveland. I think week one, Tyrod Taylor tossing those balls to Cooks was more of, wow, the Jags defense is this bad versus Tyrod Taylor being that good. You should start Carr over Tyrod Taylor. All right. Uh, let's see what else. PPR, Stafford or Hurt so good? Garcia, give it to me. That's your answer. Right. Uh, you think I'm going away from that guy right no, now? No, doubt it. You, look, you had a good situation. If you guys end up with a two quarterbacks in a one quarterback league in a really good situation, and you care about your fantasy league, okay, let's wait for this week to see what happens. But start targeting maybe a team or two that doesn't have a good quarterback situation. And again, that will show itself over due time. Everyone still loves their players right now. And you probably, if you're in a tw- 10 or 12 team league, you're not giving up on Tannehill right now after a very subpar week, right? But if you have Hertz and Stafford, you probably don't need them for the whole course of the year. So just keep an eye on injuries and teams that are struggling at the quarterback position. And then maybe you can make a trade because, you know, for me, I'm, I'm all in on Hertz. So you're not going to hear me say differently. The only players I'm going to start over Hertz are, you know, the Mahomes, the Dax, the Murrays type of player. Right. So go go with Jalen. He made it. Hurts made it if he's getting in that category. Uh, PPR, pick one, Damian Harris or Daryl Henderson? Yeah, you got to go with Damian Harris on this one. Against this, the Jets. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, that's, and Damian Harris gets the volume. He looked really great against the Dolphins. Uh, not a great PPR player per se, but uh, the matchup is there. You got it right. It's against the Jets. And basically, you just want to start everybody against the Jets. That's what this is looking like early. Uh, he's going to be a good POP player this week, a pissed-off player after that uh, fumble uh, against the Dolphins and getting ripped up in Boston for that. So I would assume he's going to have his hands on the ball tight and trying to really blow the roof off this week. Good player. Damian Harris, right. He, got, he, he had right. a bad break on that one. Uh, PPR pick one also, Jalen Waddell, Devonta Smith. Or Sterling Shepard. A couple of rookies are Sterling Shepard tonight. Yeah, yeah, we're going with Devonta Smith. We're just riding the Eagles. Just fly, Eagles, fly. Now, Jalen Waddell, I want to see another week of explosive. Looked great, uh, but not ready to start over Devonta Smith. The offense right now for the Eagles, the way that they're playing, uh, I think that he is a great flex player. Sterling Shepard versus Devontae Smith is pretty close, but I'm going to go and say maybe you should go and look at the quarterbacks. One's got Jalen Hurts. The other's got who? Danny Dimes. That's I'm right. going to go with Devontae Smith on this one. All right, last one so we can get to some of your uh, some more of the uh, news from the week that was. Uh, Jalen Hurts or Russell Wilson? <laughs> of course. 
Yeah, I knew this was going to come. I, <laughs> I predicted this was going to come. It's very hard to uh, bench a Russell Wilson um, at home versus Tennessee. But we're going to bench Russell Wilson <laughs> at home versus Tennessee. Hurt so good all day on this one. Oh, if you can only hear with Garcia's playing in the back over and over and over again. Hurt so good. Yeah, okay, so send him more text messages right now. We'll line him back up again. 305-567-0560. That is a text machine. Always open during our show uh, for these two hours. We are minutes away, I believe. By the way, it looks like it is pouring uh, up in is it Washington tonight. Yeah, in Washington tonight for this Giants-Washington game. I don't know if that hurts or helps anyone's status in this one. How about this? Pouring nasty field. Do the Giants play Saquon Barkley? Please don't start Saquon Barkley. There is a good chance. And yes, we just are watching this live. The weather, you see Bad. Michael, you see Michael Irvin, legend of all legends down here. <laughs> right. And all you see behind him is this huge storm on the NFL network right now. So Everybody, for tonight's players, keep an eye on it. I've recommended Sterling Shepard a few times, but please keep an eye on the weather. Weather is a big deal when it comes down to fantasy starters. This looks like it could be a sloppy game, which definitely is the biggest person who takes advantage of this would be Antonio Gibson uh, out of all the players. And it scares the living daylights out of me because the Giants are going to protect their investment, okay? And that is what Barkley is. He's a right. He's a franchise investment. And starting him or yeah, look, he might play, but giving him 20 rushes tonight will not happen. Yeah. So I can't believe you guys are making me do this. If you're listening and you drafted Saquon Barkley, and I hope it's such a minimal amount of you, I'm scared to play him tonight. So again, ask your questions. We're going to start him over James White. That's where we are so far on the text messages, right? Like we're going to wow. give him. A, that's we're starting him over. Give me another text versus. <laughs> give me someone better than James White, please. Wow. Yeah, that's an interesting. If that's where we're setting the bar, we're setting it pretty low uh, when it comes to that. 305-567-0560. Yeah, just monitoring uh, at this point the TV to see what's going on with Saquon Barkley and this weather. Like Nose just said, they showed uh, Michael Irvin up there on the uh, little stage with a. Uh, like a plastic tarp behind him, and it was just pouring <laughs> behind him. Although they just showed Joe Thomas, and it didn't look like there was any rain on that side. So let's—I don't even know what's going on. At this we point. don't know when these right. were, when these were taped, so we're going to keep a, a, a close eye on it. But if you see pouring rain, that definitely takes every single one of those wide receivers down a notch. If the uh, excuse me, if the quarterbacks can't get a grip on the ball, that's a problem. Right, that'll be interesting. All right, three zero five five six seven. Oh, 0560, before we get out of hour number one, we did have a good conversation about the quarterbacks and the running backs that did well in the first week. Uh, a couple of wide receivers that really, I don't know, they didn't surprise me. Tyree Kill never surprises me when he has a big game. So, I mean, I want you to talk about that for a second. Uh, but Debo Samuel, Amari Cooper, guys like that, big names, lots of yards, lots of points. Yeah. Big weeks. Those were the three top scorers. Super freak physique like Raphael Sadiq, Tyree Kill. About 37 to 40 fantasy points. I mean, truly an an unstoppable force of nature. And he's fortunate. He's that special player that has the special quarterback that can get him the ball in special spaces. Like, it's unbelievable what they do with him. So, obviously, he was the second uh, wide receiver basically taken in every fantasy league. And he just got you started so good. Debo Samuel, 9 for 189 in that long touchdown. Nine catches when Brandon Ayuk doesn't get one target. Right, right. And that whole San Francisco 49er offense is just one confusing 
uh, piece of you know puzzle that I'm trying to figure out. But you know what? There might not be an answer, Zach, because last year it was the same thing. One week it's Jeff Wilson Jr. The next week it's Radio Ram He Master. And now they have Trey Sermon. And they have this dude named uh, Hasty. And it just doesn't... You just don't know what Shanahan's going to do. And so when you start your San Francisco 49ers, outside of George Kittle, you don't know what you're going to get. Like, what's Debo Samuel going to do this week? I don't know. Right, like, that's it. I, he's not... If he doesn't shake a long one, I have a feeling he's going to be a big disappointment for his fantasy owners. So yeah, He could be. You're right. You're right. Not, yeah, and Amari Cooper, we just discussed. What an amazing uh, Thursday night football he was a star, and so was C.D. Lamb. But Amari's 13 catches Ooh. for 139 yards and two touchdowns. Two teams. When everyone right. was talking about C.D. Lamb, including me, yep. and he had a great game, don't get me wrong. But Amari Cooper was a forgotten player, and he still is Amari Cooper. That's right. right. Okay, let's not forget who he is. And then I, I'll just throw it in there because he deserves it. The one tight end that I want to mention from last week was Rob Gronkowski. I remember, like, wasn't he, re- like, retired? Yeah, I went on the Gronk cruise. Yeah, he was retired. You went yeah. on the Gronk cruise? I did, yeah, yeah. That's a story within a story. Yeah, yeah. But that guy was retired, and all of a sudden, not he's not retired. He's won a Super Bowl last year. Then week one of this year, eight catches, 90 yards, and two touchdowns. Unbelievable. Gronk, you still have it. Unbelievable week by you. All right, let's take a break. Let's, that's hour number one in the books. Hour number two coming up after this. This is Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. The inactives should be coming in soon for the Giants and Redskins as well. We'll get that for you. We will come back with hour number two. Your text messages, the Nose Pick of the Week. Zach, I mean, we got so much. All his notes here in the second hour right here on 560. The Joe. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 